0: plushcare.com slash weightloss
1: Previously on Chaotic Normal After successfully navigating the Ancient One Ruins and securing the Ewer or the Urn that was their treasure, we escaped only to find that Celeste had been knocked out and taken captive by some Batiri goblins. We successfully fought through them and navigated our way out of the abandoned Camp Righteous. And we then sailed back and find ourselves now sailing back towards Camp Vengeance, the Empire Camp that we parked Malora's Borealis at. Now we just need to get away successfully without drawing any more attention to ourselves. Surely we can get away with that. Or we will make a ruckus. Let us find out on Chaotic Normal, The Shattered Eye.
2: Out into the water, Darwin Nash looks angry uh, and curses damned blasted goblins. There's nothing more foul in all the shattered isles, nothing in the deep, nor in the sa- uh, locker of the sailor's devil, nothing more blasted than those Batiri creatures that go about ruining all that these isles have to offer. Spoilers all, and you can tell that he is in clear anguish, as he then adds, "There's no getting my notes back. I had uh, the greater part of the uh, my field notes in one of those tents, copies of course, but there's no recovering what I have written down there." His eyes fall on the uh, on the jug, but. Perhaps not all is lost. We have the jug. Hey, uh, you got any money on you? What if we turn around? Uh, he, or you see that the, the land is still crawling with goblins. You could go back, but they're definitely going to be watching the shore. And while you were able to handle probably nine, ten goblins, the swarms of goblins would assuredly put arrows and javelins into you before you could really even meet shore.
3: All right, I take it back. I'll walk that back. <laughs> uh,
2: and Darwin Nash explains as much, saying, besides, by the time we make it back, they'll have ravaged everything in my tent and used the, uh, and probably used the paper for food. And they'll probably be wearing shoes, crafted rudimentary out of the leather bindings of my journals. Sure enough, they'll be shitting in my bed disgusting creatures, filthy ruinous despoilers.
1: you have you have your life I throw across from the other boat.
2: He sighs and he says, hey, that I do a life which can be used to explore that which remains untainted by goblin. Now that we have this jug that is.
1: Yes, where is this pool we are seeking?
2: He smiles a broad-toothed smile and says, You said you were seeking Azure stand, didn't you?
1: Yes, does that... Oh, no.
2: <laughs> this jug needs to be filled with the waters from the fountain at the heart of Azure stand. If we do that, if we fill it with those ancient waters waters not reached so legend says and he shouts this over from one boat to the other waters not touched by the everstorm if we fill this jug with those waters that are still the way they were when the ancient ones walked these lands then its magics will come alive the people who uh, worshipped this jug well, they could use it for all manner of things. They could use it to create acid on command, poisons when they needed to tip their spears, beers when they looked to celebrate, honey when they sought to preserve, oils for cooking, vinegars for cleaning. They could produce wa- fresh water with it, uh, able to be drank from it. They could create salt when they needed to scrub a wound, or wine even. There's even reports of them creating a strange emulsified substance that they could scoop from the jar, similar to what you'd make when you combine oil and egg. <laughs> For some reason, the alchemical jug
1: allows you to of, create mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah, one of the
2: eight th- or nine things it can create is two gallons of mayonnaise. <laughs> That's
0: delicious. That's Disgusting. <laughs>
2: This will be so handy on the ship, guys. <laughs> uh, Nash kind of boxed it, says, "But those uses were well, the uses a primitive creature would use them for. If filled not with the say? if filled not with the salt waters of this world, but with the water at the purest uh, piece of the shattered isles, that is the waters in Azure Stand, this can be used." To pour forth the secrets of the ancient ones, I believe it can be used to find the Forbidden City. And as he says that, the weight of the word Forbidden City silks in. Everyone's heard the tales of the Forbidden City, the capital of the ancient ones, a place that no uh, that no one could tread but those very people. Some say it's a myth some say it's where the fountain of youth remains Uh, some say the ancient ones still live there, isolated and safe others argue it's a city made of pure gold uh, uh, while still others say it was sunk beneath the waves and it was at the heart of the everstorm all manner of stories uh, abound of this ancient capital, but in each of these stories it does hold that no one not even Batiri goblins has ever found the Forbidden City
1: well no matter what it holds whoever finds it will be one of the greatest pirates the Shattered Isles has ever seen, no? Uh,
2: Nash smiles and says whoever finds it will be the greatest explorer and not to say the richest man or woman to ever exist
0: I think, uh, a, 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 Jules isn't quite sure why, but a chill kind of goes down the spine. And I think a memory that this is what Jules was seeking when everything went bad, um, comes
2: up. So, you row back towards Camp Vengeance with these thoughts on your mind. Eventually, Celeste comes too. You catch her up on everything, but she's groggy-headed from the, uh, you see that it, the goblins clearly hit her with a poison dart arrow that knocked her clean out without with very little damage done. So even if you had tried to cast a healing spell, she still had the poisoned condition. Uh, and uh, however, she groggily comes out of that poison state. Uh, she seems to be uh, fine enough, although strangely the uh, goblin uh, poison has had an added side effect of losing her voice. And that's why Celeste isn't here right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but you return back to Camp Vengeance, having rescued Darwin Nash. Uh, I don't believe you had any business to really tend to with the, uh, the commandant here at Camp Vengeance. Uh, save for he asked you to uh, scout out and clear out Camp, uh, camp Righteous, their previous camp. Uh, although, or because before it was full of uh, zombies, although when you arrive there, you quickly inform him that uh, no longer are there zombies, but it is crawling with Batiri goblins, meaning that it is still virtually unsuitable. Nash complains long and hard about the uh, how the uh, Empire ought to be doing more to uh, control these Goblin populations and keep them from destroying every single thing of value in this world. And uh, others argue that maybe that's not the you know they should be focusing on pirates. They don't have time for goblins. And there's some politicking back and forth. But as you hear this argument between them, you kind of become aware that Nash isn't staunchly anti-imperial. Um, however. You've successfully explored Camp Righteous. You've successfully uh, found Darwin Nash, who uh, apparently also wants to travel to Azure Stand. Um, with that, you do all gain a level.
1: Point 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 We also Sheesh. what time do what time do we get back? Because we also want to smuggle uh, Samson. I think was his name, the cleric.
2: Out. Oh, the cleric. Yeah, uh, you do get back uh, as like dusk is or night is setting in
1: cool Pervert i'm a,
3: am the loot guy i want the uniforms is there time to break into the barracks while celeste's voice is hurt
2: yeah you've sent celeste back to the melora's borealis to uh <laughs> uh heal you don't have a ship's doctor which i think is why you were trying to smuggle samson out right yes yeah. um and he was asking for it because he didn't want to get overwhelmed and deaded when this place gets devoured by zombies
1: that Yeah, so I think in the middle of the night While we're smuggling him out We could probably steal some uniforms
2: Right uh, So is this a daring midnight raid That involves everyone Or do you not want to risk everyone Having to make stealth checks
1: Yeah, I think it should Zellnern should not be here
2: Wait Do
3: you guys want to do like some crazy I don't want to speak out of turn, Captain But what if we did some pirate stuff Like brought the crew on board and slaughtered everyone
1: uh i think that would draw way too much attention from the empire
2: you also realize that your crew is probably not up to raiding a well-fortified military camp full of armed and armored soldiers
3: well i was just thinking when the zombies yeah never mind
1: that's mm, that seems like taking advantage of a situation that would be a very ill omen for us. Oh. I think taking some uniforms and stealing a priest is going to be uh, attention enough that we do not want. All right, dream big. I, know, I like where your head's at, though. But, uh, yeah, I think it, as depleted as they are, I think um, they still are... They uh, Their strength... Uh, would outweigh ours i'm just thinking
3: it might really bring the crew around but never mind
1: i don't think we need to rile them up anymore uh although we do we do need something to show for this because they really are kind of on edge still so while we're stealing the uniforms perhaps there's something else that we might be able to steal maybe like some maybe we, oh, you know what? When we gets back, let's break open one of those uh, barrels of brandy. That will probably quell quell them. That's a little, bad
2: was that to quell the crew or the uh, the soldiers?
1: The crew, because okay. okay. even I know we dealt with the whole, the kraken situation, but I know they're still kind of they're still on it, borderline sure. mutiny.
2: Yeah, basically, because you know, there's still a kraken. And their captain is uh wearing a kelp noose. Uh, yeah.
1: I've been hiding it pretty well though, right? The crew saw. <laughs>
2: um, so does you, Darwin
1: Nash say anything about that?
2: Uh you've hit you've gotten better at hiding it. So okay. he hasn't seen it yet. It was the first time you tried to hide it, the check was like a three. Like the crew mm-hmm. saw it. Um so. Uh, as Darwin Nash makes his farewells to the, or basically would you rather sneak into the camp at night when it's pitch black, uh, and there are guards posted, or do you want to do your uh, heist while Nash's still in camp?
1: I think All right. I guess while, while you're,
2: a- basically you've come back to camp with Nash
1: You've come back to camp with Nash I think we send Celeste, Nash probably Zelnern. Back to the ship. Tells Nern to break open one of the barrels of Brandy. We'll be there in a while. Like, we're, we have this canoe, so we can get back to the ship without the Naughty Dreams, or we send them on the canoe, either or. We have another ship that we can, you know, uh, uh, latch to the ship. Um, Jewels, are you willing to help out with this heist? Can I can do this.
0: Yeah, I've been uh, I've been wearing this uh, this robe. I think looks pretty good on me. I have to say, but ever since I put it on, I've been feeling like
1: uh, you gotta try it out. Yeah,
0: I don't know. You know, just I I don't have enough stuff. You know, I lost everything, and I'm maybe okay, maybe I need to just
3: maybe it's my time. You know, why don't we like uh why don't we bring like a crew member Amory put a little hair on their chest, you know. Little
1: on-the-job experience. Subtlety is not Amory's strong suit. I think. I think you, me, and Jules. I think with the three of us, we can successfully smuggle out one person and some uniforms. More, more than that, and I think might be beyond us. Uh, all
2: right, man.
1: I'm so You know, I'm just. I'm trying to reasonably. Account for our abilities and our past.
3: Well, why? Is, why Zel gotta go back? I don't want to row the boat. You guys want to row the boat?
1: I, ha, you know what? First task for the new doctor: he <laughs> rows the boat. If he wants to be smuggled out, he has to earn his keep. I like that. All right. Also, Zelnern, he's not the swiftest of body. And mind, let's be honest. And what, I need, a lot? you're not here. <laughs> <laughs> and he needs to. He's very good with the crew, being the chef. He can crack open the brandy. He can calm them. He can. He's very good with the crew. <laughs> they love him.
2: Well, uh, so after uh er, dark, and mind you, so you've talked with Darwin Nash, and you know, I mean, he made it clear he also wanted to travel to. Uh, to Azure Stand. And in fact, he explains that he had come here originally uh, with an Imperial transport. Uh, but, you know, I mean, you recall his expeditionary party up to Camp Righteous all died, uh, which he expresses that uh, he finds that you've been doing much better. Uh, Darwin Nash asks if he can join you on your quest into uh, Azure Stand. Uh, and says that he knows a great deal about it and believes he can provide a quality guide to get you to the heart of Azure Stand if you'll have him.
1: Absolutely. You would be welcome aboard Malora's Borealis.
2: Wonderful. Just show me to my office and, every, and I'll get set up.
1: Uh, I think Celeste wouldn't mind you sharing her space. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wonderful. I'll head to the Navigator's Quarters immediately. Um... Uh, We'll add that to that.
1: Uh. (laughs) She's going to love that. (laughs)
2: Um, So the. uh, So as you've brought uh, him on board as a guide for this next step of the quest or the next step of your adventure, um, you try to sneak back into Camp Vengeance. By now, night has fallen. So there are guards. So there's there's torches down or recall that there is a uh, moat all around it. So the only way to approach Camp Vengeance is by the bridge across like the dirt bridge across the moat into the front fence or to scale the deep moat and the corpse covered spikes and then the wooden walls to jump your way into Camp Vengeance. What's your preference there? Probably the former. So, it would be very difficult to get through that door without a lie or a persuasion.
1: What about because there are invisibility?
2: Guards. That'll help if you can get the door open.
3: You want me to. Do they know I have a peg leg? Why don't I just take my peg leg off? You guys carry me. He's hurt.
1: Oh, that's good. You yeah. Do
3: that? Get
2: help. You're playing Get Help. Yeah. <laughs> Thoughts?
1: I like get help. Yeah, I like that.
2: Alright, so you come rowing back from the boat, uh, moving up to the the fence, looking distressed and worried. One of the guards from the gatehouse, or from above the gatehouse, shouts down, Stop there! Are you zombies? The man cries out.
1: No, we are not zombies, but we came from Camp... Camp's righteous. This man, he is injured. He needs he needs medical attention.
2: Uh, the guard on the gate immediately starts saying, oh, "Okay, oh, open the gates! Open the gates! There's a man out here. What needs attention?" To which the person deeper inside or down below that he's shouting to says, "Well, hold on there! Don't just go trusting every <laughs> night man that comes walking in. You know, some of them dead can talk." It's, like, memories and stuff. Well, he doesn't look dead to me. They said they came from Camp Righteous, didn't they? Everybody was dead up there. How'd they come from up there? The man looks down at you, looks back behind him at his friend and says, What do I do? We'll find out if they're dead. How? Ask them a question that only a living man would know. He turns back to you and says,
1: Uh, what? Uh. Spit it out, son. Come on. Uh, what temperature uh, is it? Right now, it's kind of humid. <laughs> like, there's mosquitoes everywhere. It, it's I'm very sweaty. Does that help?
2: He, he says he's sweaty. Dead man can't sweat. Are you sure he's not moist with rot? Are you sure you're sweaty and not moist with rot?
1: I mean, I kind of smell like death, but that's just, you know, the lack of deodorant and uh, perfumes.
2: All right, I need a a deception to uh, convince these people with this. You have advantage for uh, the amount of work you're doing and get help as these uh, clearly not super competent guards try to figure out if you're zombies or not.
1: Dirty 20?
2: Uh After a bit of deliberation, they decide you're not dead, and they open the door for you. You're let into Camp Vengeance, and, uh, as soon as you get in, the, uh, one of the guards says, we'll take him to the medical tent and get him cared for. Uh, you two should probably go, or, uh, you two should go report to the Commandant, let him know that more, the more of us have been found up at uh, Camp Vengeance. Uh, uh, I, I need
1: to make sure that my man here is safe. Um, I th- there's a Samson. I remember his name. Uh, he's a cleric. I trust him with this man's life.
2: Uh, both of the guards start laughing and say, "Samson, <laughs> that guy's squeamish at the sight of blood." I, I,
1: I would, I would trust him. Please, I know him well. One of them he's- says. Trust me,
2: soon as the dead even showed up, he passed out right in one of the boats. The only reason he made it out of Camp Vengeance is because he was unconscious in a boat when we rowed our way out.
1: Please, please, he's an old family friend. Please, I must see Samson.
2: I need a persuasion to convince them that uh, Samson's <laughs> the one to see. Uh, 14 plus 10,
1: 24.
2: It's close. But they say, all right, if you don't want your guy's leg taken care of poorly, one of them says, we'll get you a nice peg. Don't you worry. Thank you so much,
3: <laughs> Captain,
2: you'll be, Captain. You'll be hobbling along the sh- uh, deck like nobody else. Captain, maybe go to the barracks and talk to the commander.
3: I'll, I'll take care of Samson.
1: Oh,
3: okay. he'll, take, he'll take good care of me, I mean.
2: Oh, my leg hurts. <laughs> uh. They uh, carry, as, or with Jules' help, they carry uh, Phil back towards one of the tents where they uh, knock on the tent or like flap it and say, Samson, get your frightened little ass up. You got somebody here whose leg you gotta replace. You hear Samson inside go, oh, oh god, huh? how? Is it zombies again? I'll just say, well, yeah, but not here, up above. They're not zombies. We checked. Uh, To which Samson, poking his head out, looks over and sees Phil missing a leg. Jules sitting there and says, oh, God, what happened to you? (laughs)
3: <laughs> when I see him, I scream, see if he screams back at me. <laughs> he
2: does. He stumbles back into his tent and, uh, the men bustle, with Jules' help bustle you in and set you down on the cot inside his little medical tent, uh, and then say they have to get back to guard duty. Samson, uh, lets them leave and then looks at the two of you and says, what happened? Oh God.
3: <laughs> I take my pig leg out of my pocket. I don't think we met yet, but, uh, uh, I'm a part, you're a part of the crew now. I'm your ride. <laughs> His eyes look open with
2: fear and he says, Am I being kidnapped? No, you work for me now.
3: <laughs> well, not me <laughs> particularly, but you work for me when you're on the Naughty Dreams, but...
2: You're with Captain Rupert. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry.
3: I'm now not I much of the talker.
2: Relief comes over him. And he says, oh, let, let me grab my things. Oh, oh thank God. And he starts bustling a medical kit together. Uh, while the two of you wait. Um, having made it to the tent, you just have to figure out a way to get Samson out now. Meanwhile, uh, Ruber, you went off to the Commandant's tent?
1: I look as if I'm heading off to the Commandant's tent, and then, like, as I'm approaching, I'll turn towards the uh, armory, I guess.
2: Okay, make a uh, stealth check.
1: Let's see. Ooh, four plus four, eight.
2: Uh, you turn and, uh, find yourself face-to-face with a guard on patrol. He stands above you, uh, like he has a scimitar in his belt and a pike in his hand, and he's right in front of you, a full chainmail vest, uh, like, uh, spike cap helm, and he says, Whoa there! Mercenary, what are you out uh, looking for? Curfew's been called.
1: I'm sorry, I- oh, I have to piss so badly. Where is the latrine? <laughs>
2: Uh, he points back uh, to, or he points back to where the latrines are, and says, "You must have drank well, far more than your share, mercenary. Your team's been digging the latrines all day. Uh, deception." As he's looking at us, doubting your fifteen. Uh, Come on, wisdom plus zero eight. Uh, he nods and says, "Undisciplined mercenary." Basically, pirates. He gestures you off towards the latrines.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Uh, says, uh,
2: get back to your bed
1: as soon as you can. Of course, of course, of course. Uh, uh, what was your name, by the way?
2: He, his eyes squint down. He says,
1: I'm not telling my name to some lowly pirate. Oh, so I. Okay, excuse you, lowly, uh, but. I just wanted to, you know, give a recommendation to your commander for being so very helpful.
2: Persuasion to see if it's uh, helpful or if that works or if he's uh, misinterpreting a threat. Quit (laughs) Uh, He kind of sets the spear down against the wall and kind of pushes the chainmail up as if rolling up his sleeves and he says, so it's gonna be like that, huh, mercenary? What, I call you, I say you drink a little too much. Suddenly, you're gonna rat at me out to my uh to the commandant
1: no no I would never do such a thing
2: he starts hoisting his uh his knuckles up as if ready to fight and he said I ought to teach you a lesson <sighs> fuck
1: alright I'll start rolling up my sleeves too <laughs> uh, and then I will cast charm person on him
2: <laughs> save yeah, I got a two. <laughs>
1: Oh, you have such big arms! It would yeah.
2: as you start rolling up your sleeves and uh, he's rolling up his sleeves, and then you say something like that, and he kind of starts laughing, and he says, "God damn it! Now I'm just fucking with you." Yeah, I... the the shitter's back there. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was I was close to giving you the beating of your life, kid.
1: You know, oh man, I was I was fearful for my life. You know, I actually. The commandant told me that you actually have the rest of the night off, um, so
2: deception
1: <laughs> with advantage because a charm person, right? Yeah. Uh ooh, eight, Uh, twenty-eight.
2: He rolled a nineteen with his plus one wisdom, so uh, twenty, but less than your twenty-eight. He smiles and he says, "Really? Oh, I could use the extra shut eye." Ah oh, well tell the commandant i say thank you and good talking to you mercenary he starts to take a step away and then he says oh you know what elric name's elric what was your elric.
1: name uh rubert i'll
2: remember oh. rubert gray good to meet you
1: yeah also that uniform looks very nice um
2: you look at his like sweat-stained, <laughs> salty uh, uniform because in this malaria pit they're in, and he just looks down at it and thanks. Where
1: would where would I get something like that?
2: Ah, uh, you'd have to become an Imperial officer. We don't give them out to mercenaries. You can't have pirates going around wearing uh, Imperial uniforms, of course, <laughs> and, of course. And, and formal uh, Imperial chain and he points to the chainmail he's wearing made of a dark metal uh, with a brandish red imperial star on it
1: but I mean the style like I just need some inspiration you know like I couldn't of course wear your uniform but like the styling is so imposing and whoa, grand where All would right, I you just
2: succeed on uh, <laughs> one more pers- uh, deception to see if you can uh, or persuasion to see if you can convince him
1: uh, that's he a crit, your friend. so 30.
2: And you only needed a 10 because he views you as a friend. Uh, he smiles, he says, you know, why don't I show you? let you try on a few sets of it in the armory? Oh, that would uh, be perfect. And he takes you off to that tent uh, and lets you fashion show different sets until you find a set of chain mail <laughs> that fits you nice.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah.
0: Cool fact. Order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
1: Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got
0: it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness.
1: Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes.
0: Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code
2: ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Meanwhile, back in Samson's tent, he's packed together all his supplies. Uh, and then looks at the two of you, Jules and Phil, and asks, so, so what's the plan? How are we getting out? Uh, Jules,
3: can we have a sidebar really quick? Sure, yeah. All right.
2: So I was thinking I was just
3: going to light this motherfucker on fire. Not him, but, like, just we'll light a couple tents on fire, start a commotion.
0: I think these guys will be able to survive out here with their tents,
3: and they're, they're going to get eaten by, eaten alive. You do have more compassion than me. What are you thinking? What do you have in mind? Well, I mean, can we just book it?
2: Well, the I mean, we could. Ga- the front gate is locked again. Closed.
3: I'm just thinking, like, if we, you know, if we lit Samson's tent on fire, then. All right, I'm going I'm to a, I'm a walk it back a little bit. I won't light random people's tents on fire. We just light Samson's on fire. Then we're like, fire, help. And then people, you know, they run down from the battlements, kind of scurry up that way. And you're thinking we can climb up the battlements and maybe scale down the side? No, no, I'm not leaving my boat. What are you thinking? No, you're. we got to open it up and then we got to get in the boat. We got to roll away.
2: Well the boat's down on the beach, so if you climb down the oh, battlefields okay. you can get down to the beach. Oh, I
3: thought we like wrote it in moat for some reason. No, okay. You, yeah. 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 And then I can just we'll feather fall down, you know? All right.
2: Yeah. Let's
3: let's try it.
0: All right. All right. This is more <laughs> your wheelhouse than mine. There's no treasure here, so Samson, this is uh
2: yeah. Samson has his medical bag and like his personal bag held tight and says Well it's a okay. uh... He points to his little kerosene lamp and says, "Could use that." All right,
3: uh, so Samson, when we walk out of here, uh, I need like you hold me up because you're like, propping me up because you're just working on me. So I'll like fake walk like I can't walk. Uh, we'll light this mother on fire, and then you got to be like, "Help! Help! There's a fire!" Kind of go from there.
2: Uh, he takes a deep sigh and says. Oh. Lying isn't against the teachings of the Ecclesiarchy, but... Tell- well... Not intention- sorry. Intentionally giving incorrect information is against the teachings of the Ecclesiarchy. Though there is space for telling truths that aren't the truth people think you're telling them. Sort of an Aes Sedai situation.
3: Okay.
0: i have to just tell him that there's a fire and there will be okay
3: okay all right, all right jules you first and then he'll walk out with me tip that lamp over too uh maybe maybe you could be the one to you know pull
0: the trigger so to speak
3: okay yeah you out first i'll take care of it sounds good all right once jules walks out um
2: samson on your shoulder
3: or you on samson's Simpsons, well like he's propping me up uh <laughs> i don't want to be a dick i really to just scorching ray even though i told you i wouldn't murder a ton of people mm-hmm. but i'm fighting the urge um when the lamp's on the ground i'll just do a firebolt on it
2: Alright, uh, you throw on the ground and then with the fire gouts out, the exploding from your arcane firearm, the, the fire explodes up and Samson shouts, Fire! Fire! There's a fire! The guard in the tent next to you, uh, Ruber, as you're trying on says, Oh shit! Fire! Huh. I gotta go deal with this! You get a bucket brigade going! And he turns and rushes of course out I'll the be
1: door. i right
2: <laughs> Uh, he turns and rushes out the door. Ruber, what do you do now that... Because you're not aware of the fire plan.
1: Um, I'm going to take the opportunity to grab a bunch of uniforms and <laughs> get the fuck out of here.
2: You do just that. Um, so, you uh, you start grabbing up... Any, like Their uniforms is the emblazoned chainmail, so it's not good for wearing out to sea. But you start grabbing up a bunch of that chainmail and stuff. Uh, and hauling it out, clinking, clattering. Meanwhile, Phil, Jules, and uh, and Samson uh, run away from the fire as guards come rushing towards it. Uh, you shove past people, uh, insisting you're doing a bucket brigade and you're trying to go uh, get supplies to put out the fire as you rush your way up the stairs people are half distracted half paying attention to you but mostly to the fire that threatens to consume the camp if not rapidly contained samson looks back and says i really hope it doesn't spread to the tents with all the sick people in it um and uh you rush up the stairs as he mutters a prayer uh and you hear his prayers something about um safety from the iron tower um keep me bound safely within the within the creed that I might avoid the chains and punishments of the tower. Uh, Jesus Christ. Something like that. As he uh, climbs the steps with you. And as you look over the ramparts, you gaze down to the spike-filled moat with uh, corpses strewn across the spikes. Human zombie corpses strewn across the spikes. Um, and you realize that your <laughs> featherfall Without a sufficient strength athletics check means you will s- just drift slowly down onto sharpened spikes where you'll slowly be impaled.
0: Well, I'm not the most, uh, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a big jumper. So... You require
2: a DC5 strength athletics. Failure means you get impaled.
0: Here, you go first. Uh, I, I'll try to help you out. And I'll, uh, grab your remaining leg and there's kind of you feel it get like super pumped. And well, you
2: realize you all have to go at the same time for him to be able to feather fall you all. Yeah, oh, feather fall. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, um, I like, do oh, my own
3: mic. <laughs> can I look back and see if the cap? Like if I see the captain anywhere down on the ground with like the uh, light you, licking up?
2: You do see the commandant stepping out, looking up, and what the hell's going on?
3: Oh, I meant Captain Rubert.
2: Oh, Captain Rubert Uh, you look to the tent. You do see Rubert stepping out of the tent. Piled high in chainmail, gleaming in the firelight.
3: Oh shit! Uh, can I turn my my goggles on and off? Try and get yeah, his attention.
2: You're on the other side of the camp, but yeah, you Wait. flash the goggles on and off, Ruber. Your eyes catch him because you have really high uh, perception. You see the fire. You also notice other people turning to notice because some people have high perception. It's other side of the camp. Their eyes are on the fire or on the people on the ramparts. No one's watching you, Ruber.
1: Ruber's just going to dip towards the exit. (laughs) Uh,
2: Like towards the gates that are shut?
1: Yeah. Uh, Fuck it, I'll run towards the the flashing light.
2: (laughs) All right, uh, I need a strength athletics to see if you can get across the camp in time carrying all of this gear. DC10.
1: Ooh, ten exactly, eight plus two.
2: Just barely you get up the ramparts. A few people turning looking again. Hey, what are you doing? Get a bucket somebody shouts and then uh like somebody starts coming after you only to have somebody else grab him and say it's spread to another tent. You gotta get water. Uh, and you watch as people start trying to, like, pull the tents out. A third tent catches. No. Samson looks on and Oh, gosh. Oh, my. As you're all standing up on the ramparts, do you jump? Uh, yeah, yeah, I cast Featherfall.
0: <laughs> I guidance, uh, I guidance. I guess, myself first.
2: All right. You all jump the 40 feet down. The Featherfall catching Samson got a 17. DeSpader was on his side.
1: Oof. Oh, so what kind of check is this?
2: Do you see five strength athletics to jump and clear the gap from 40
3: feet? I'm going to use my inspiration on this. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: uh, I should or? crit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I uh,
3: crit missed. <laughs> oh, buddy.
2: <laughs> so. So this was going to be a, a 4d10 spike... Or, or sorry, a 10d10 spike pit. But because of the slow fall, it's only 4d10. As you watch Ruber slowly float <laughs> down, Featherfall holding him as he descends onto a pit. Or onto a large spike. Uh, Ruber, uh, I'm going to let you roll 4d10. And if mm-hmm. it's enough to drop you to zero, you... Uh, you're, you're impaled if it's not enough to drop you zero you manage to shrug yourself off and land on the far side you would reasonably have taken time to short rest before this so I think mm-hmm. that does make you pretty secure from it
1: uh, I'm at 24 right now and okay. I you mentioned we hit level 7 yeah I might use one of the abilities I got at level 7 to help me out with this
2: is it evasion no. What
1: is it? It's a warlock ability. <gasps> That's
2: not a rogue level. Oh, you're a
1: rogue bard lock. I'm um, no, I'm j- bard warlock. Bard lock. No. Okay.
2: what's the what's the rogue ability you got? Uh, or uh, warlock ability?
1: It's tentacle of the deep. Uh, I magically summon a spectral tentacle that can reduce damage against me as a reaction by one d8. Yeah, I'm now one level into fathomless warlock because of the kraken. Pretty good. That's pretty solid.
2: Uh, so, wh- how does that visually look?
1: Well, let's see how much damage I'm going to take first of all. Forty ten, right? Yeah. Oh, not... Oh, no. Uh... Well, okay. So... 21... 28. So, four more than my HP right now. But I can reduce that by a d8. So I reduce that by seven. So... I'm descending onto the spikes. And, like, as I'm about to, like, fall, like, face-first onto one of them a tentacle emerges on the edge of it and like pulls me out of the way as I'm like right about to fall face first onto them like my knees and like an arm is impaled on it but a tentacle reaches out and pulls me away before I'm killed by them
2: you all it's it's dark so maybe you don't quite <laughs> see it as uh, the elder things uh, the, the deep pull him to freedom uh, but he hits the ground bloodied so you're at like what 2 hp now
1: uh three,
2: 3 HP. as he slumps onto the ground the rest of you float gently to it and having been so caught up in your own thing you didn't quite see that terror unfold um you scrabble him up to his feet as the fire's burning up over the ramparts and people are shouting inside uh and you rush to the naughty dreams to row yourself back to uh to the melora's borealis
1: absolutely
3: yeah i wanna can i cure wound him on the way Is it too quick? Okay, I do that
2: thing. And as you get back to the boat, uh, Samson climbs in and says, Who's rowing?
3: (laughs) Welcome aboard, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I hand him the oars. Uh, Ruber gets Um, 8 HP.
2: He suddenly realizes that he might have just shanghaied (laughs) himself, and uh, he rows you to shore, or back to the Melora's Borealis. When you get to the boat, uh, Nern and uh, Celeste, who have been at hand waiting uh, with the crew, getting them happy and fun, uh, they saw the fire erupt in the camp and heard the alarm bells and realized that uh, maybe a probably pirate ship isn't the best thing to have in the harbor when... uh, there's an Imperial camp that's now set on fire. So they help load the uh, naughty dreams aboard as quick as possible, getting everyone on board uh, and look to the captain and first mate to uh, send for the ship to sail off. I imagine.
0: All right. Yeah. That doesn't seem like a bad idea. Oh, Rubber, you're, muted. You? you're muted.
1: You're muted, Rubik. Uh, sorry yes it's it time to so much pain from the, the tentacle mm-hmm. it's time to get the hell out of here but also while we're sailing out why don't we crack open one of those barrels of brandy
2: <laughs> uh Zeldirn's already like hauled it up on deck and uh the ship gets moving as quick as possible as the alarm bells die down and the fires are staunched and uh the melora's borealis escapes out to sea
1: normies it's been a while it's me your friend ryan who plays your favorite barter bear grace hand on chaotic normal the shattered isles how's everyone doing out there hope you're all doing well staying away and trying to beat the heat it's a it's a it's a scorcher out there so uh be sure to stay hydrated and uh rate and review on itunes while you're beating the heat uh yeah rate and review on apple podcasts send any questions concerns comments and your favorite homemade uh, AC unit recipes to chaoticnormalpod at gmail.com. Yeah, thanks for listening. Hopefully you all liked Monster Hunters. I have some more episodes in the tank of those. Um, seem to be received pretty well. So, uh, yeah, we'll keep I'll keep releasing those every now and then to keep y'all in the loop. But uh, talk to y'all in a couple weeks. And until then, bye bye